This is the true story of a group of aspiring voicers who came together to create a podcast to share and document their story and have their conversations recorded. Find out what happens when people stop holding back and start getting real. As in the very beginning, starting from their origin story, through their ups and downs, and so much more, as in beyond. Get an honest glimpse behind the curtain, as a few VO friends and maybe a guest or two talk their way into and out of the booth together as they share pieces of their lives, voiceover journeys, and everything in between. This is From the Booth and Beyond. coming from a new place <laughs> coming live <laughs> are you standing up what's going on? no i'm sitting oh okay i have a chair um it's not perfect i just was messing around with stuff mm-hmm. and um and here we are so i decided to come live from the new studio the new booth yeah there you go yeah, the lights, cute. I don't know what's going on, but I love that background, Jazz. Hi. <laughs> Hi, how's it going, guys? Good. Uh, I'm coming from you. Li- I'm coming live from my new booth. That I- Where's your booth at? Where'd you? What did you commandeer? It's in the middle of my house. Oh, it's, it's in like- the middle. Of- yeah, it's like a closet, like a little, mm-hmm. little cl- cl- uh, jacket closet or something. Would you like a tour? I'm yes, echo- I'm echoing. So hold on. Let me buckle up. This is going to be great. So here we go. Oh, you had your door open? Yeah, I have my door open right now. Oh, it is very small. It's very, very small. tiny. Very <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so tiny. But you know what? That's perfect. You know, the, the smaller yeah, the space, true. the better, easier to like soundproof and whatnot. Oh, that is so small. <laughs> I, right? I would not fit in there. <laughs> me too, me too, me too. Only Jazz. Only, only Jazz and her. <laughs> I just wanted to show you guys my new studio with my new mic. Wait, nice. you have a new mic? I have a new mic, yeah. Instead it of, sounds what good. Is that? It's a Neumann. <gasps> Ooh, yeah, I dropped some serious We're cash keeping on that it. little secret. <laughs> You're welcome. Nice. Yeah, my door is open right now, so it's like I'm gonna have to talk into the mic in order for you guys to hear me good. But um, yeah, so and then these lights, I'm gonna, I have other lights coming, but yeah, it's tiny, it's tiny. Yeah. yeah. So is that the mic that they have at the studio? Do they have a Neumann T103? I don't know. I don't think so. I think they have like yeah. a, I think they have like a U87, I believe, something that's okay. like a little bit more expensive. Um, instead of, instead of, so here's my thing. And I wasn't going to really share all of it with you, but, um, I'm demo ready. So yay! congratulations. Thank you. And so I was originally planning on traveling back out there to cut my demo, that's what my big plan was, but I actually priced everything out. It sounds kind of echoey right now because my door is open. And then in terms of like, you know, just the airfare and then the hotel, would have been, you know, eight, $900. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and that's even if I was like really shopping and really, you know, looking for a deal. So mm-hmm. I figured take that money and put it into a new microphone and upgrade it. So I shopped around d- different places and I found, um, this is a reconditioned model, so it's oh. not brand new, um, but it's okay. factory reconditioned. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Can you hear me? Okay. Good. Yeah, it sounds funny. Right. Yeah, okay. Funny. Yeah. Um, so it's factory factory reconditioned, but it came with like a travel case and it came with the um what is this? The shock mount. Shock mount, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dope, 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 dope. Yes. So how much did you drop in total for that? A thousand. <laughs> That's all you had to say. You don't have to go any further. Okay. <laughs> That's all I need to know. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. I'm excited for you. Yeah. yeah. It's called a credit card. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But still, like, ooh. Yeah. yeah. No, oh, man. So when are you recording your demo? That we're so, I still got to figure that out because I got to get this. I got to get the space approved. And, okay. Um, and then my booth has been, my other booth in my closet has been approved. Uh-huh. Um, that was approved a while ago. But I, this space is yet to be approved because I have sure. to go through, when you do it remotely, if I'm now that I'm in, I told her that I was going to look into the airfare and the cost of traveling 
now versus when I first originally got back here from after our first trip. And she, I told her that I was going to figure it out because that was my first, that's my number one choice is to go back to Vegas and go in studio and record. Uh, my of demo. course, of course, of yeah. course, you know, and then, um, cause it's magical, you know, the whole experience mm-hmm. of being yeah. there and being in person and with Melissa, it just is a really cool experience, but mm-hmm. the timing and all the moving parts and pieces with my family and just the cost of everything. And then like starting a business, which is basically what we're doing. And you have a website and then, you know, I wanted to upgrade equipment. It just made sense to put that money, the travel budget into upgrading the microphone, even though it was a big chunk of change. And I probably could have gotten away with not doing it right away. But for me, I wanted to put my best foot forward. And I was not that somebody that doesn't have, you know, an upgraded microphone doesn't put their best foot forward. But for me, I felt like I'm ready to, to throw it on a credit card and just go for it right now. Right, Um, And like, it's one of those things, like eventually all of us will upgrade to more mm -hmm. expensive mics and then, you know, eventually it's going to happen like that. So yeah, like you said, put your best foot forward. You're going to have it, you know, already set up. So when you are ready to start auditioning, you don't have to worry about, you know, microphone issues and stuff like that because you already have what you consider the best at that point. So that's awesome. But also too, it's like, this is a little bit of a stair step up, maybe like a, like three steps up for me. Like, I, I mean, I've already, I have a couple of microphones from being in radio, you know, from having right. a booth yeah. and a virtual booth already for radio. So I, I mean, this is a little bit of a bigger jump than I've ever made before, but I figure it's worth it. You know, I've, I've thrown, you know, three, two to three, $400 on the microphone before. So this is a little bit of an upgrade, but Right. Um, I forgot what I was going to tell you. Oh, and if I'm going to record in my, uh, my original booth, I'd have to have that also tested by Melissa, even though John has already approved it. Um, but my husband's like, Hey, why don't we like find a local studio here? Why would we spend all that money and time and hassle and headache traveling back to Vegas when we're, you're already going to be kind of stressed out? Cause it's your demo. Why don't we put the micro, put the travel money into a microphone upgrade now? And then why don't we try and find a studio local? It's a good way to network. It's a good way to meet people here. So I found a um, a local uh, production company here that it's a hundred bucks an hour, a hundred bucks an hour to, that's not bad, you know, to, to record, to record your demo or just remotely in general, just well in general. Like, I think it's like here at the studio, I found one of them a hundred bucks an hour. I'm like, that's not bad. Like I was thinking it was gonna be way more expensive, you know, especially for something like a a recording my demo, but um, you know, I still have connections in radio. So a friend of mine who's been my fairy godfather in radio, who has um, definitely been connecting me with um, different keeping, I didn't do a good job at staying in contact with everybody that I've known in radio. Um, And so he's reconnecting me with some of the people and there's somebody here in Florida, that's a voiceover artist an established voiceover artist who's going to allow me to go to their studio in their home. Oh, wow. To record. And they're set up as like a professional recording studio. It's their, their winter recording studio because they fly back and forth between Michigan and here, but, and he wasn't even my program director. You know, he was at a sister station program director and he was like, absolutely. I'm excited. He's like, come and use my studio. And you know, I'm going to flip them awesome. some, you know, a little bit of cash, maybe buy them a bottle or something of yeah, wine. Totally. And, and then I'm, so I'm, ho- I'm waiting for the approval from Mama Vio to let me do that. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that's awesome. And that's cool me. that you, <laughs> I know, but that's cool that you found a connection too, you know, yeah. in, in your area too. Cause you know, that, that makes a lot of sense because when I go back to Colorado, eventually, like, you know, I'm going to have to start making those connections too, just to make sure that I have, you know, somebody to turn to in case I need you know, professional help. <laughs> right. Locally, so, you know, because obviously yeah. where we're training, you know, they're always available virtually and, you know, over email and stuff like that. But like, it's nice to have somebody to, to that's local here, you know? Right. Would you think about looking into studios, Frankie, in your area? Oh yeah. There's so many. There's you so already many have? Here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's a, there's a lot of stuff here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I've definitely looked into that. Nice. But I've also looked because a lot like you, you're, you know, you're probably going to move back home. Mm-hmm. I'm like also thinking about moving back home. Where's back home? Rhode Island. Rhode Island. I had no idea. That's interesting. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Rhode Island. Neither Rhode nor an island. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I like, I, I did like a light search over there. 
it's, it's, it's you know over there it's a little more like old timey you know yeah. like the voiceover stuff is very much what was happening 20 years ago um sure. but but yeah but there's some stuff i'm i still don't know i think if i i don't know how like for sure you are moving but i i'm still kind of in, in the on the fence about mm-hmm. it yeah i, I would but um you know because my parents are getting older and like you right. know i just kind of want to be closer yeah i get yeah. it i totally get it well if you do move back to rhode island um set me up for a vacation so i can go visit <laughs> <laughs> it is cute over there it's i've really never cute. been I've yeah, never yeah, been. Yeah. No, I've, I don't know. I've never had a desire to go to the East Coast up until recently. Really? So, I You've mean. You've never been to it, New York? No. Really? Never been to New York. I've been to Florida a couple of times just within the last two couple of years. But yeah. before then, I was like, I'm a West Coast girl. I don't want to go over there. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Noted. Noted. Frankie's yeah. going to be in yeah, Rhode, Rhode Island, Island, possibly. Yeah, Rhode Island's like two hours away from New York. You know, you can hop on the train. and Yeah. Be New York. Oh, yeah, that's no, cool. It's really cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, noted. <laughs> <laughs> that's exciting to think about moving back home, though. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I mean, in a way, you know, in a way it's exciting. In another way, it's like, okay. I f- it feels like um, taking a Like, I left for a reason, you know? Same. So yeah. it feels like taking a step back and, like, everybody's going to be like, oh, you know, he couldn't cut it. So he yeah. is back you know well here's how i look at it like i've been in vegas since 2018 i was like most yeah. most people who you know move on their own and move to a different state especially like bigger states like california or mm-hmm. you know even bigger cities like you know las vegas compared to my my old uh, city you know most people last maybe two years max and then they're like yeah. i gotta go so i think i lasted pretty well handled myself didn't yeah. you know turn to gambling didn't turn to stripping we're good <laughs> <laughs> we're good <laughs> too funny i'm glad they're not stripping i mean no no offense to strippers out there i mean we did have conversations a couple of classes ago that you know toe pictures might come up but no i mean other than that we're good <laughs> like the only fans yeah yeah, yeah. Hey, i promise it hasn't happened it hasn't happened <laughs> but it was a thought it was a thought <laughs> we all have to have our own side hustles right Uh, exactly exactly you know voiceover is only gonna take me so far i just (laughs) and what and and lloyd said you know lloyd said you have to have experiences to really show through in your reads so (laughs) i mean i don't know if i want to squish things through my toes and take pictures of it or do video feeds (laughs) i mean depends on how much i'm getting I know right. how much I'm getting. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> funny. Funny. Oh my God, it's hilarious. Uh, it is kind of exciting though to think about the fact that um, you know, with this line of business, you know, getting into voiceover, even though you know, yeah. we're at different stages and um ages of voiceover, but it's kind of it's kind of cool to think that like you can take it wherever you want to take it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I took it from my closet to another closet in my right. house, you know, yeah. like Frankie's thinking about going back to Rhode Island. You're thinking about maybe Colorado, you know, going back to your roots. You know, I mean, I think mm-hmm. that's kind of exciting. Um, and then it's also exciting to think about, you know, Gabriella, where in the world is she? You know, she I know. <laughs> right. She's heading back to Vegas right now. So she's not with us today. But I mean, she yeah. travels the freaking world. Right. You know? mm-hmm. And and it's going to be so exciting to see all of us, you know, as we continue to get going and keep going. Um, just the changes and, right. as, you know, you know, like, and sharing it as we go, you know, like, yeah. um, and, and, and the decisions of why you make these changes at the point that you're at in your life, you know, cause I don't know. I mean, what, what would, why would you want to go home? You know, do you guys, is there a reason? I mean, honestly, like Frankie said, just being closer to family, you know, my mom's, she's getting older. And now my, my older sister, she just had her first baby. So I, you know, Mm. I want to be there for my nephew now. And, you know, I'm a first time auntie, so that's different for me. And, um, you know, it just, it just would be nice to be closer to home. And, Mm -hmm. um, as far as radio goes, like, yeah, I still have love for it and stuff, but it's not bringing me as much joy as what I'm starting to find in voiceover. Like I'm starting to find that, excitement and that you know that that pleasure that I got from radio a long time ago in voiceover and now and now radio is kind of the backseat where I'm just kind of like okay now it's a job just get it so I can get my paycheck yeah (laughs) kind of deal so you know 
I don't miss radio. No, no. That's I, interesting because so many people, you know, like once you're in radio, it's in your blood and you miss this and you miss that. So that's interesting. You say that. I don't miss it because I have voiceover. True. Mm. That's why, yeah. because, you know, I mean, it, you know, like I said, I brought my job down here. I had a studio, I had a booth in a virtual studio in my closet before it was kind of a thing, you know, like mm-hmm. going virtual. And I brought it, my job down here to Florida when I, when we moved and then they kind of, you know, they flipped the station radios fickle. They flipped the station, put me on ice and I never got back in and mm-hmm. I was looking for other things to do. And I've always wanted to get into voiceover. So at first I did, I did mourn the loss of radio. I, I, mm-hmm. I, it was hard for me. And it was a little bit of an identity crisis, I think, because it was like, now what, now right. what, what am I going to do? I'm right. not, I don't want to go out there and pound the pavement and go to clubs and, you know, Oof, um, do remotes and, you know, yeah. I, and I didn't have any radio contacts on here. So I'm like, what am I going to do? And then lo and behold, I got into voiceover. Um, and now I feel like it's fulfilled that and podcasting has definitely filled that void that radio has, um, Uh that left behind, you know, it doesn't feel as raw or as big of a void, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is more fulfilling to be honest with you. I think so. I agree. I think it is. Um, just because, you know, you're at this point, you're kind of just doing it for yourself, you know, like in radio, you're, you're doing it for the team. You're doing it for the company, you know, which mm-hmm. I think that's where that whole identity crisis comes in, especially if you've been with certain companies for so long, that's your identity. You're so-and-so with iHeart, you right. know, that's, that's your identity. And like you said, thinking about what would be your next step in life, especially coming from radio, you're like, I don't even know what else I can do. Like, I don't <laughs> know if I can sell somebody stuff, or I don't know if I can, you know, become a massage therapist or start doing real estate or whatever. Like, I don't know if I can do that because I've just been ingrained in, you know, doing production and all this other stuff. So voiceover kind of was a natural step um, to get into, but it was still, it's still nerve wracking. You know, it's still nerve wracking because it's a, it's not that Com- like the full paycheck that you know you know like uh, you've right. come to know you know it's it's kind of like as much as you can uh, audition and bring back in it's all on your shoulders at that point but I think yeah. you're right it is more fulfilling because you're doing it for yourself right so yeah and it's um and it's it's kind of funny because you think like oh you're in radio you know this is going to be an easy thing it's a parallel it's parallel yeah. it's parallel but it's totally different Right. I mean, I mean, rip and read, rip and read. You don't do that in voiceover. You have to feel it. Right. And act point. it, you know, instead point. of ripping and reading. Oh, there goes my. Yeah. My and Frankie, you come from a whole different realm. Like mm-hmm. you're not in radio and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. what made you kind of trickle into voiceover? Well, I mean, I've always, you know, I've always loved entertainment. I moved to LA for a reason, you mm-hmm. know, because so I, I, I wanted to get into entertainment and, and act and stuff like that. Um, so I've always loved it. Um, however, I'm reading a book, which it's it's interesting because I, I found this piece on like self-acceptance. Mm-hmm. And, and the book is about like making your dreams come true and like, you know, that it is possible at whatever you know, whatever stage of life you're in. However, if there, if the, if self-acceptance is not there, it can be very difficult because that will always get in the way. Yeah. And I think that that is the issue that I've had my whole life is that I, you know, to be completely honest, (laughs) I don't like myself. Mm -hmm. I don't like myself and I, I never have, Mm -hmm. um, so until until that's addressed and taken care of, doing anything else will be nearly impossible because okay. I'm constantly thinking about how I don't like myself. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't allow me to fully go after the things Great that I want in goals. life. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> Correct. So when I, I actually I took a photo, I took a photo of that page because I was going to send it to you, Joss. Yeah. I was like, I found, I was like, I found my issue. 
you know. Yeah. Well, that's like half not... the battle, right? <laughs> right. So, right. Yeah, I, Finding I mean, the issue, accepting the issue, however, addressing the like, issue. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a pretty, it was a pretty massive issue, right? Right. <laughs> um, good thing I have therapy on Thursday. Um, <laughs> I love therapy. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, and I mean, that that really did speak to me and that has been, that has been the, 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 the most difficult thing of my life yeah because everything boils down to it you know it's like I and I don't know if like I don't know if people would understand but it's such a debilitating thing because you're constantly doubting and you're constantly questioning your ability to do anything in this world Mm -hmm. you know like you constantly you you are not good enough. Like, it's not like you're not questioning if you're good enough. It's like, you know, for a fact that you're not good enough. At least even that's what you tell yourself. That's yeah. What yeah. Your brain and your, you know, that's what your, uh, the core of things. Um, you gotta flip so, yeah. that script. You gotta flip that script, man. I mean, it's like oh. one of those things. It's one of those things too, like in voiceover too, when you're in acting and voiceover and, and even in being in radio, you're always, there's imposter syndrome, whether it's podcasting yeah. or radio or voiceover or acting, there's imposter syndrome, there's self-doubt, you know, you mm-hmm. wonder, you know, and you have to kind of have like a thick skin too. And, yeah. um, and it's hard to get there, especially if you're not naturally built or born that way. Some people right. are naturally built and born that way. Some of us have to work really hard to get there, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and not allow fear to creep in and, and, and get, get in the way. And a lot of times it's really just you, you're the one who's getting in your way, you know, always, you it's always, decide. always, you have to decide, yeah. fucking yeah. decide to just push yourself out of the way. And even if you keep trying to get in your way, just keep pushing yourself aside. But I think that mm-hmm. it's good that you recognize that you have, you know, what your roadblock is. Mm-hmm. and you a lot of people don't know a lot of people just mm-hmm. don't ever try to figure it out and they don't ever take the time just to let it happen just yeah. let it happen mm-hmm. and then they don't seek help or mm-hmm. even try to work on it you know but now you figured it out and now you're going to work on it and I think that's like half the battle you know yeah really it's yeah. half the battle and for what it's worth I think I speak for everybody Frankie you're fantastic you're an totally. amazing person and just in the little time that we've gotten to know you it's like I already know that you're going to be like a lifelong friend just because of the little time that we know each other. And I, you know, I think when it comes to voiceover stuff, like you, you have all the potential in the world. It's those roadblocks that are holding Mm -hmm. you down. Cause you know, there's moments where we would be practicing and Uh you would let go and we would have fun and you're like, Oh, that's an awesome ring. But then there's other moments where you like, you can tell that you're holding back from, Mm -hmm. you know, allowing yourself to read that in the way you want it to read because Mm -hmm. of whatever self-doubt is popping up in your head. But, you know, you have all the potential in the world. It's just a matter of getting past those little roadblocks. And of course, Mm -hmm. totally easier said than done. Totally. Totally. Um, But, you know, you know, just, you know, I I just hope that you, you realize that you, you, you make a difference in a lot of people's worlds and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we appreciate you for who you are. Absolutely. So I appreciate that very much. My internet is unstable. Just I'm just oh, throwing that out there right now. Sorry. Setting hearts. <laughs> I know. Thank and Frankie, I mean, also too, like if you think about it, like if you are in your head about something and you're like, I don't like myself, but then there's all these other people around you, like what Angela just said, who like you. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, you're doing something. You're doing you're, something right. Yeah, I was gonna say you're doing something right. <laughs> it's my man, babe. He's right there. Oh. Um, he's, he does exist. <laughs> he does exist. He just like peeked his head around. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to. Um. You know, I don't know. It's it's hard to recognize when you are the one that you when you're the one that's holding you back. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, um, yeah, that's, that's a difficult thing, but I mean, recognizing that there's something that you need to work on and you want to work on it and knowing that you're going to, you're going to work on it. That's mm-hmm. literally half the battle, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it really is. And you should give yourself major props and Absolutely. then, and then also remembering that like Angela was saying, all of us around you that want to be around you, like having you in our life, you know, there's something to be said about that. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, 
I don't know. I've, I lost my train of thought. I was going to say something <laughs> else. <laughs> I forgot what it is. It's he too keeps often. walking yeah. past. He keeps walking past and distra- distracting me. <laughs> Normally, I have my. I never actually answered your question, Angela, which was uh, why, why did I get to VO? So I yeah. guess the voiceover for me was like, okay, so I get to like perform, but I, you know, it's like in private and I yeah. look at me because that's the hardest part of like auditioning and doing all that. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, you're constantly being judged and I don't right. have that thick skin. You know, I really don't. Um, I, I don't think I could, you know, even though I'm constantly thinking about like going back and I even, you know, and I've talked, you know, I've talked to everybody about like wanting to be like co- doing commercials and doing all that. And I, like I've gone as far as like identifying schools where they do like com- commercial acting classes and doing all that. But then like I step, I take a step forward and then I take like five steps back because then all of a sudden it's like, oh, but you know but you're this or you're that or you're not this and you're not that and how is that going to feel when you're yeah. like you know so silencio bruno like, wasn't know, that like right? that thing yeah. silencio bruno yeah that was the thing, was yep. the thing. <laughs> those voices that they're, they're taking control man you gotta let it go and you know a lot of times you have to remember like you are making those steps and that's what you need to focus on like you're yeah. you're investing in yourself you know taking yeah. voiceover classes you're investing in yourself to become a better person you may mm-hmm. not be there right now you may not be there next month, but you know, mm-hmm. eventually it's going to come together um, f- because you are making the steps mm-hmm. to do so, you know, like in, mm-hmm. and those little stupid voices in your head, mm-hmm. like you really got to let those guys just shut the hell up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. sometimes you really do need to tell yourself to shut the hell up. You're, you're mm-hmm. talking nonsense. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, yeah. yeah. And flipping that script too. As soon as like that, that, that negative self-talk comes in stop yourself and be like and recognizing that like oh that's negative like I need to stop that I need to flip the script you know you need to flip mm-hmm. the script and and change it around and think positive and, and it's hard yeah. to do but you just have to just mm-hmm. keep doing it and also mm-hmm. like confidence comes in too you know like mm-hmm. everyone yeah. used to say like oh you're not you need to have more confidence you need to have more confidence and I'm like mm-hmm. I'm not that confident but then now mm-hmm. you know it's like okay you just have to, I decided I'm like I am going to just be confident I don't know what that looks like, but I'm just going to do it. I'm going to tell myself that I'm confident. And eventually, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, eventually it starts happening. People are like, wow, that was, you have a lot more confidence. And it's like, (laughs) I just told myself and yeah, Yeah. hopefully it works. I'm just throwing shit at the wall and like, yeah, thanks. You know, going back to what Frankie said about performance anxiety, you know, when it comes Mm -hmm. to being in front of people, like, especially with radio too, like a lot of people are like, oh, you're such a people person, la, 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 you know, you must be, you know, you're radio, you're a people person. But for me, it's like, no, like I'm not a performer. My day consists of me being in the studio by myself, talking to myself, honestly, like I'm talking on a mic to myself, even though it's going out to thousands of people or millions of people. I'm still talking to myself and I don't have to interact with people unless I choose to. And the same thing with voiceover, like it is one of those performance areas where, you know, you can, you know, focus on your read, not have anybody around you and just send it off and it's good to go. You know, you don't have to worry about people, you know, in your ear talking about what you should do unless you are doing a live session for a client, but the auditioning, you know, part of it, I think that's what's really made me comfortable is the fact that I can just, do it as I please, mm-hmm. you know, without mm-hmm. the worry that people are going to like, you know, you know, down me on what I said on the radio. Like that's, you know, because oh I said God. something stupid <laughs> usually. <laughs> and so can, I get, go ahead. what I was going to say, and you can like record it and then you're like, oh, that sounded stupid. And then you can re-record it. As opposed to if you're on the radio and you say something yeah. stupid. <laughs> but you know, it comes, yeah. But you know, at this point in my career, half the time I'm like, whatever. I laughed at it. I thought it was funny, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So if you don't think it's funny, it's fine. But you know, there's been times where I've said some just really dumb stuff. Like I'm not the greatest at math, obviously. And Mm -hmm. I remember saying something about, you know, within, you know, I want to live until like I'm a hundred so I can see, you know, flying cars, but honestly, it's not going to happen within those years, (laughs) but you know, like just the math didn't play out. And then like the next day I was like, that didn't really match up. So, you know, some things like, 
yeah. you know, you say stupid stuff all the time. And it's, you know, been 15, 14 years of me saying stupid stuff on the radio. Now it's time for me to just to go on and say other people's stupid stuff and not, <laughs> not stuff that's actually coming off the top of my head. So I totally get where you're coming from where yeah. when it comes to like that performance anxiety and wanting to be kind of, you know, sheltered in a sense, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I, I totally get that voiceover is definitely one of those things, but, you know, hopefully, you know, the, the goal is for us to all become freaking fantastic at everything that we do. And, you know, you'll, you'll land some really amazing gigs and, you know, you're just going to be on top of the world when it comes down to it. You know, that's, that's the hope and goals for everybody, you know, like we got to keep our eye on the prize and remember that, you know, our goal is to become the best at what we do, Mm -hmm. you know, regardless of those little voices in our heads. (laughs) We got to like silence those little voices. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. Again, easier said than done. Totally. Easier <laughs> but, said than done. Especially when know. they wake you up in the middle of the night and start talking. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The worst. The, the worst. worst. Yeah. It's the worst. Also, I think I like I like the idea of, um, you know, meeting new people in this realm of, you know, when you're in voiceover, it's like you're you're coming across like connecting with you guys, you know, mm-hmm. we all come from different walks of life and different experiences and, and different places. And then, but we all have one common goal and that's being in voiceover. And I feel like I'm so lucky that I've connected with you guys. And I have oh, some yeah. commonalities with you guys because like touching off of what you guys said about being able to be in a booth and you're by yourself and you're not a people person, but that can get really lonely you know, Mm -hmm. and it's Mm -hmm. nice to be able to have like a network or a group of people that are doing the same thing that you're doing so that you don't feel so just floating out in the middle of space and time and like alone, you know, because for me, I, I don't know about you guys, but I crave being around people. But then when I am around people, like, I don't want to be around them. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like, I I, want to be social, but like being social is sometimes like, anxiety inducing and then it is more troubling to be social but then I also am like a social creature and so I don't know about you guys but I've enjoyed being able to be virtually social with people because you're in Mm -hmm. your own element and so that's what I'm looking forward to is I'm looking forward to doing voiceover being in my own element in my own place in my own booth Mm -hmm. my own thing and not being judged unless I'm Mm -hmm. like in a live session I haven't gotten there yeah but um but also like, I also like the connections I'm creating. And I feel like there is an element in voiceover where you have to network, you have right. to connect, you have to be able to maintain and, and, and create relationships at different levels, you know, mm-hmm. because, you know, that's also part of it, you know, um, you know, auditioning by yourself in your booth. Yes. But then also getting to know people locally in the business and the industry right. and, and then, connecting with a group of people like we have through like minds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That are like-minded and, you know, you never know where it's going to take you, you know? Mm -hmm. I know we had talked about um, Lloyd. He was talking about those personality tests and you know how we should all kind of take one to see where we are. I never took mine, uh, but, (laughs) but I kind I still feel like we're all going to be within the kind of same realms. We'll have some variations, but I, and I don't know if it's the pandemic that really caused it, but you know, a lot of times, uh, I think all of us would con- consider ourselves omniverts, you know, like we, we really do appreciate our, you know, personal time, but, you know, we do need that social connection every once in a while. And when we do find the right people to connect with our energies up here, you know, our energies up here, but when you're with the wrong crowd, you're, you're just, it's draining, like mm-hmm. it's totally draining. And not to say that, you know, I have like a group of friends that are, they're great people, love them, but hanging out with them, I know I'm going to be drained after you know, hanging out with this particular crowd just because of the energy that they give off, you know? So it's funny when I talk to you guys after we're done on our little sessions and stuff like that, I'm like gunning, I'm ready to go and do a bunch of auditions and stuff like that. It's, you know, I'm buzzing off of the energy that's created between, uh, you know, some of these, these calls that we have. Absolutely. I feel the same way too. Mm -hmm. I'm not out there auditioning yet because I'm on my demo just soon. Same soon. soon, soon, but it's yeah. the same thing. Like, I just have like a nice feeling and it's like, I'm ready to get out there. Mm-hmm. I have noisemakers. Um, <laughs> whatever. We'll just let it go. Um, well, shoot, you know, I have a question for you guys. Like we were just talking about like being the best at what we, uh, what we do. Like, what is like your ultimate goal in voiceover? Like what, I know we've talked about it plenty of times before, but like for this session, like 
what would be your like ultimate goal, you know, as a voiceover artist, Mm. you know, what would be your ultimate credit for me? Like personally, I mean, my main goal right now is just to be demo ready. Right. And so I hit that. And so I guess my next goal would be to find a client that actually likes hires me and then keeps coming back. I think that would be like my next goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those, are short you're term looking goals. For? Those are short-term goals. Those are short-term goals. Great, fantastic short-term yeah. goals. But like, I'm talking like big ultimate, big picture. big picture. Like okay. if you, like for me personally, like I would love to be the, the voice of a character like on a Pixar movie or a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just like a little background character, like mm-hmm. I want my name on a Pixar movie wow. credit. Okay, you know, we're voice. going big. We're going yes. big. Now. Okay, amazing. okay, we're going big. You know, yeah, yeah. grocery <laughs> no, store clerk great. number one, Angela Cortez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. It's Pixar. That's cool. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, you know, that's that's funny that you said that because I actually, you know, going through the whole demo process, they asked like, you know, what what are some genres that you want to get into, and they have like specific genres. And then I was thinking about this, um, listening to a voiceover. I was listening to the voiceover hustle. And I would love to get into imaging. Like I would love to be the voice of a station, like, because coming from radio, I would love to be hired as like, I don't know, a promo girl. Like I'd love to be one of the promo girls on the roster to do promos for like a TV station, local Mm -hmm. network Mm -hmm. cable, or even like get into a radio conglomeration where I Mm -hmm. am the voice or one of the voices um, for their radio station imaging that to me personally would be like full circle goal, you know, and yeah, a big deal. And it would be kind of cool too, like, if we're, you know, we're going big, big would be like to get on a video game. I don't even care if I'm, oh, yeah, as long as I have a speaking totally. part and I'm not just like in the background where I could be like <laughs> buy the game for my kids and be like, that's me, <laughs> right? Right, yeah, no, that's awesome. I'm Great the goals. zombie screaming at you, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. zombie girl number three. <laughs> <laughs> I love that's it. Awesome. The, Croatian, the Croatian zombie. The Croatian. <laughs> the Southern That'd Croatian awesome. zombie. I, I love that. I love that. Okay. Um, let's see here. Big picture. I mean, honestly, I'd like to be like a multifaceted performer, right? So mm-hmm. I, I follow this woman, and I know I talked about her before, but her name is Danielle Pinnock. And she is on a show called Ghost on CBS, but she's also a voiceover art artist and she did commercials. Um, and she, you know, she, that's, that's sort of like what I, in my wildest dreams, what I would envision is to be like a multifaceted, like I'm doing voiceover, I'm doing like commercials and yeah. you know, like auditioning for other things and on screen and off screen, um, as far as like voiceover or like, performing and acting is concerned that 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 would be like the ultimate for me yeah that'd be awesome now I could totally hear you doing like you know a you know movie trailer voice mm-hmm. or <laughs> definitely <laughs> those luxury commercials man you have that deep like mm-hmm. I don't know it's like a rumble that kind of just you could feel it in your bones like mm-hmm. the rumble that you you produce off of your voice is just it's superb, man. It's superb. It is. <laughs> I told you, you have some pipes. You have to let the rest of the world experience them, you know? So you got yeah. to do, do the work so you can get to the place where you can be demo ready. Because mm-hmm. I have no mm-hmm. doubt in my mind that if you decided mm-hmm. and you did, you would have a demo and yeah. you'd be out there, you know? Yeah. So yeah. great. It's funny because, you know, um, you know, I, I was, you know, demo ready pretty quickly, but I think it's mm-hmm. because I just... I forced myself to stumble into this stuff, you know, cause I didn't know what the heck I was doing, but, you know, I stumbled into, you know, trying to, you know, do this and do that and do these, you know, trying different voices and things like that. And yeah. eventually I, you know, did the, the demo boom camp and, you know, she gave me as much feedback as possible and made it happen versus like, I know Joss has definitely been very, you know, methodical about how she wanted to lay things out, you know, oh, and, and, yeah. You know, so yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> Would you say totally. no? No, yeah. I love it. No, you're no, absolutely. Like I was very calculated and methodical and I like had yeah. I had like an idea, I had a game plan. Right. Um, and maybe maybe that tripped me up a little bit though. I mean, I think you have to go into this sort of like training to get into voiceover. You know, you have to find a coach, you have to find a place where you're comfortable training, you right. know, hopefully find a group of people that you can, you know, have some connect with, and yeah. connect with. Um, but yeah, like I I definitely that could have 
been something that, yeah, I don't know. It might've held me back, but it's definitely taken me longer to get demo ready than, than. Sure. But I think that's all part of your personality. You know, you want to make sure things are plotted out properly. And for me, my personality is very much like, (laughs) you know, I have too many bad tattoos because I'm so like, (laughs) let's do it. You know, I just want to go for it. You know, so like, you know, I, I just kind of fall, fell into it versus like you more methodical. And then, you know, at this point in time, like for Frankie, it's kind of like, do you, would you consider yourself just kind of like holding back because you feel like you're not ready because those voices are telling you that you're mm-hmm. not ready, yeah, you totally. know, like, so, you know, becoming demo ready, I think is all part of how your personality works yes. in a sense, you know, like, yeah. I think we could all be demo ready at any given time if we didn't, you know, if we uh, don't allow our personalities to rule us. Yeah. Does that make sense? Totally. Mm-hmm. I 100% agree with you because as soon as I decided that I, I mean, I decided I wanted to do it and I was doing it, but I kept getting in my way mm-hmm. and I didn't allow myself to fully just have the full experience. And then as soon as I stopped stopping myself, you know, it's like, I kept putting myself, I kept like roadblocking myself here and there, even like, mm-hmm. but I kept, I kept stepping over myself and keep, I kept going. Yeah. But then when I decided like, okay, no, just, just do it. Two feet, jump in, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't get a bunch of tattoos, but like, I definitely jumped <laughs> in and just decided that like, no, this is what we're doing. And I stopped holding myself back is when things started to really progress. And that happened at the end of the summer. Cause I kept watching all these people in the voiceover industry, you know, um, going past me. Hey, she wants in on the conversation. My dog, my dog, you know, um, I kept watching all these people coming into the conference. Really? No. I don't think she likes your new studio because she can't be in there. I know. Right? There's not she's enough room. <laughs> Something. Hold on. <laughs> but I definitely get what, where Josh is going with that. Like when you start yeah. seeing people like passing you up and you're like, oh man, mm-hmm. like I'm not going to lie. When we heard that Aaron led at that national gig, I was like, dang what am I doing? (laughs) Let me get on this, you know, like, you know, super happy for him and super proud of him that he did that. But, you know, in the back of my head, here comes the little voices like Mm -hmm. Angela, get with it, girl. Like people are Mm -hmm. passing you up. Like I can understand where you're coming from on that. Yeah. Yeah, I started, sorry, my dog was like barking at me, but I mean, I started watching all these people coming into the picture because I was methodical about my training. You know, I had a very regimented schedule. I trained, you know, I did the ongoings every week. I I took specialty classes, probably some of them sooner rather than I I should have sooner than I and I've had a ready for them. Yeah. I wasn't ready for them. Um, and I was very methodical and I kept watching all these people, you know, going for their demo boot camp and signing up and, and getting, and then passing me by. And I was like, what am I doing? What, what's, what am I stopping myself for? Like, why am I not taking the demo boot camp? Like what, what's the holdup here? And as soon as I decided to stop getting in my way and to stop holding myself back and decided to move forward is when things sort of really started to just really fully, you know, start moving. Yeah. They really started moving. Yeah. And I started noticing, um, different, um, responses from the coaches I was training with and the one-on-ones I was training with. And even from my fellow voiceover friends, you know, they're like, damn, all right. Where'd that come from? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and then I, and then, and then it just, I just, that I recognized what was happening and I was like, Oh, Oh, okay. All right. This is where I need to be. Not here, here. Mm-hmm. And that, that was helpful for me in my journey personally, you know, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So, um, by the way, I feel like everything happens for a reason though, too. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like the good things do come to you when you're ready, oh, yeah. but you just have to maintain being open yeah. and then, and then, and, and trust in the process. I think that was the other part of it is I trusted, I finally trusted in the process uh, yes, I had a game plan. Yes, I was setting my own methodical like journey, you know, in my training for me personally. But at the same time, like when I also fully trusted the process mm-hmm. and allowed myself to just get in there and dig in deep. And yeah, that also was really helpful for me. I don't know about you guys, but kind of like what you're talking about. You just jumped in with two feet. You're like, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if I jumped in with two feet. It was more like a a belly fob or a cannonball or something. Cause I just, you know, like I knew I wanted to be a voiceover artist. Cause I, you know, I've, I've always liked that. Like when you think back to like your, your younger self, like when you're a kid and you think about the stuff that you wanted to do as a kid for myself, like one of my first, you know, when you're in third grade and they're asking you, what do you want to be when you grow up? 
-hmm. one of my first, you know, things that came to my head was a cartoon. Like I wanted to be a cartoonist. (laughs) I wanted to draw, you know, and I still draw, but not very often, but cartoons have always been a really big thing in my life. Mm -hmm. And now that I'm getting into voiceover, it's like, oh, I can be the voice of a cartoon that, that may be that little, you know, connection there. So jumping in, I knew I wanted to do something. So like I said, just jumping in and Mm -hmm. it may have not been two feet, but you know, I knew I wanted to go into it. Yeah. I wanted (laughs) to go into it. So, and you know, maybe down the line, maybe if I don't land like that Pixar knock on wood, we're not talking negative, but maybe I'll go ahead and draw my own cartoon and maybe I'll start voicing my own cartoon and maybe that will turn into something huge. And, you know, you just never know what can come out of those possibilities of, you know, just being confident in yourself that, okay, this is what I want to do. I'm here for a reason. I found my way into this journey for a reason. We're, we're here. We're here for a reason. And, you know, a lot of times we sit here and think like, oh, somebody sounds better than me or this person's going to be the, the person they choose because, you know, they have so much more experience. But we're here for a reason. Like you said, things happen for a reason. Our voices are all unique in their own special ways. And they're mm-hmm. going to find the right parts and the right gigs because of the training that, you know, the, the training that we're doing and the, the prepping that we're doing to make sure that we are the best at what we're doing. Exactly. And I was, I'm going to jump off of that too. I'm going to like, yeah, I'm going to piggyback off of that. I'm not going to jump off of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like the thing, when you talk about Aaron, you know, getting like the major, um, big commercial, right? national, yeah, national, national commercial. commercial. And it's really easy to look in on that and be like, I'm celebrating you, but I'm also jealous. Or oh, like, totally. Oh, totally. You I'm celebrating you, but like, how come not me? Right. That mm-hmm. whole thought process. But then you have to stop yourself. This is where you flip that script and you go, okay, that was his time. Mm-hmm. That's not my time. That's his time. I'm going to continue right. to celebrate him. But at the same time, I'm going to also know that my time is coming. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't my shining moment. That's his shining moment. Right. I have my own shining moment coming. And mm-hmm. I mean, let's go like, let's peel it all the way back. Last week, when I went into my demo, my demo, you know, to see if I was going to be demo ready with our um, Mama BO, right? I didn't know if I was demo ready or not. I was preparing myself for both ways. And then the monthly contest came out. I did not get on the short list. I've been trying to get on that goddamn short list. I can't even <laughs> tell you since I started. It's part of my, my methodical training, you know? And I all of a sudden, like, I started to have a panic attack. My heart was beating. I was like, I almost like was choking myself because I was having a panic attack going into that meeting, whether or not to find out if I was going to be demo ready or not, and then know that I didn't get on the short list. And then I had to stop and I had to like breathe it out for a second. And I was like, it's not my time. It's not my time. It was my three other friends, you, Angela included. It was your time to get on the short list, not mm-hmm. my time. And maybe there's something else better for me right, right. now. And then literally 30 minutes later, I got the stamp of approval from Mama Vio that I was demo ready. And I'm like, I would rather have that because that's what, that was what was for me mm-hmm. in this moment. Being on that short list, not for me, wasn't my right. moment. It's coming, right. but like, I, so I was like, you know, but it's so hard. Yeah. Not- and could you imagine the feeling that you would have got that if you, yeah, you got on the short list, fantastic. But then that meeting came up and they were like, no, not right now. Like that feeling would have been a completely different shift of energy for you. Cause like, you know, even though you didn't get on the shortlist that, that the, the answer, yes, that you're demo ready was probably so much higher in, you know, positivity than it would have been if oh it was flip flops. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to get on that shortlist. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> worry about that, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> just kidding. yeah. I mean, no, don't be kidding. You <laughs> are girl. You're not kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm getting yeah. on the short list. You're but getting on that short list. <laughs> but it's been those little baby breadcrumbs too along this journey too. Like being open and being aware of the fact that like there is a timing, everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. You have to set your intentions. You have to set your plan in place and then be flexible within your plan, you know, and then also just keep moving forward. If you get yourself in, if you get, if you, if you're your roadblock, step over yourself and keep right. going. And, and then eventually, and then flipping that mindset. And then eventually, you know, you stop saying, why not me? You start saying, it's going to be me. It's just not my mm-hmm. time yet. And then it gets to the point where it's like, it is me and you're going to celebrate, you know? So it's like right. that, that mindset, but it, it's, it's definitely challenging because you definitely yeah, do going to getting into voice acting is not as easy as I thought it was going to be even coming from mm-hmm. a trained ra- radio, um, chick, you know, like I was a yeah. chick, I would say chick at this point, not PC, but well, I, I guess it's experience. 
yeah, having experience. Um, but like, you really have to dig in, dig right. into who you are, you know, and I'm now I'm rambling. I forgot what I was going to say, but like, it's, <laughs> you learn about who you are. That's what I'm trying to say yeah. is you learn, you really learn about who you are. And, and, you know, and also too, Frankie, you found out who, what your roadblock is through this process. And now you're going to work on it. Right. And Angela figured out like what she truly wanted to do. Like she's always loved cartoons and cartooning. And now you might be a cartoon, you know, mm-hmm. I will and be a cartoon. You, well, yeah. you will be. a cartoon. <laughs> that's, that's I might see you're already there. Like you're, you're like in it and I'm still practicing <laughs> getting to that. Yeah. But, um, the other part of it too, is I realized that, um, if you hold yourself back from experiencing something new and you allow fear to stop you from even trying it, you don't, you're, you're, you're not allowing yourself to see all these awesome and amazing things that could come out of it. Right. Mm-hmm. So I decided mm-hmm. not to let fear hold me back. And I jumped into, into voiceover. I got into voiceover and I started training and I kept roadblocking myself, but I kept going. But also I realized that like, it's brought all these great, amazing friendships into my world. Mm-hmm. I'm learning about who I am. I'm learning about other people and who they are. I'm networking, I'm connecting, and I'm learning about other people and myself at the same time. And that self-awareness, new self-confidence, understanding of new people around the world and, and, and their lives and what they're going through, you know, voiceover is a part of it. And I'm excited to be on this journey, but I'm also excited for new things to come into my world mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like, like who knows, you know, what's going to yeah, come the doors. In. The doors will open, you know, is, is, yeah. but you have to take that step into those worlds. You yes. know, you, you have to allow yourself to open up, you know, unfortunately, sometimes that's mm-hmm. again, harder, easier said than done, but uh, yeah, stepping into those worlds. I, I totally get it. Yeah, I totally get it. I love production. I would love, love. I'm pretty, I'm helping to produce my friend's um, podcast now on the side, you know, and I'm starting to realize people in voiceover, you do side hustle stuff. And like, I love editing. I can edit. Like there's little things that I'm starting to realize that, um, but I never thought about that before. You know, I never thought about producing someone else's podcast, even though it's like, you know, I never thought about editing somebody else's auditions, but like now I am thinking about it, you know, and there's just so much. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Would you like to edit people's, um, uh, uh, audiobooks? Oh my God. I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's, like that's, Ricky's face. <laughs> He's like, Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, reading an audio book for like a uh, voiceover stuff, like you can yeah. make some really good money if you find the right one, but yeah. so time consuming, so time consuming. Yeah. And a lot of people who do do voiceover for audio books, they will not edit their own. They send it off to a company to do it for them. Mm. So yeah, that's like hours of editing, yeah. like hours. Yeah, but that's also hours, hours of dollars. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Hours of dollars. I love it. I mean, me. So, it's very time consuming. Those that type yeah. of uh, editing, editing and, and yeah. production is definitely that's time not, consuming. But that's not a side hustle. It's <laughs> like a full time. It's a full time job. Yeah, that's a yeah. full time job. <laughs> but you know, people are making dollars off of it, so it, mm-hmm. it's one of those things that could be in consideration and and then maybe farther down the line in your careers like you know we've we've established ourselves as voiceover artists and as editors and all this other stuff Mm -hmm. and now we're kind of you know slowing up on things and you know we're sitting happy but we need something to keep us occupied yeah that's that's where I feel like that's when I'll start doing audiobooks is like further Mm -hmm. down the line I'm you know slowing things down I'm getting ready to retire I'm bored (laughs) Let me read an audio book for some fun and get money off of it. You know? So I, that's yeah. the only way I'll read an audio book. <laughs> yeah. I love audio books, but they're really long and I don't know anything about them. I feel like I need to be trained. See, here comes my methodical. Yeah. Self. I'm like, I would have to like really dive into it. Cause I feel like that is like a really big genre that, you know, you mm-hmm. really need to learn how to do it and then train with people that are in it. And, you know, cause mm-hmm. there's different genres to get into them, but, but now like, thank you. Cause now I'm like, maybe I need to find a company that does the editing for oh, yeah. other people that voice audiobooks, And maybe I might need to, I, I might've just created another side hustle for myself while, while I yeah. get up and running. So thank you for that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, That's it's awesome. an opportunity. There's, there's plenty of opportunities out there. It's just about making that step. Have you guys seen that quote about, um, you know, if you gave yourself three days to clean your room, it's going to take you three days to clean your room. But if it, you give yourself 30 minutes to clean your room, you know, it's going to take you 30 minutes. It's the same thing with, you know, how we move forward in our mm-hmm. careers. You know, if you give yourself two years to become a professional voiceover, 
it's going to take you two years versus like jumping in right now. Like within the next five months, I want to be double re- demo ready. And I think you even said that for yourself, Josh, you were like, I want to be demo ready by January. I did. Which I think happened in January, didn't it? Totally. Was February that you got the, the call. Well, it was January 31st. So boom, boom, <laughs> like time. right there, you know, like, yeah, you know, you, you got to set those goals for yourself and just kind of try to stick with those. Cause I think for myself too, I think at the beginning of um, 2020, I said to myself, like, okay, I'm going to start this voiceover journey and I want to, you know, professionally be working by 2022. And I started working in 2021 at the end of 2021. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, setting those goals for yourself and, and making sure that you're, I, I don't want to say like pounding the pavement for it, but, you know, at least, you know, making the, the steps to, to yeah. make it happen for yourself. It may not happen within that time frame you give yourself, but yeah. at least you're taking the steps to move forward. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Like you're on track and you're on track and you're, you're moving forward and you're staying al- aligned with like your goals. And yeah, I love it. I love that. And I have to tell you, like, I, I know that, um, I'm not, I know that I've trained enough in order to do a demo. Um, and I know that like my range is going to, my demo will be definitely centered around my range and who I am and what I'm doing. And I'm excited to see what that gets me, but mm-hmm. I'm also excited to continue training. You know, yeah. I know that just because I, I, this is where the work really starts, right? Like mm-hmm. you get the demo and then you, you, the real work really starts and then you have to continue training on top of that. And so I'm excited to see, I'm excited to go through the process of cutting my demo. I'm also excited to go through the process of getting out there on the pay to play sites and auditioning in real life. Mm-hmm. And then seeing, you know, you have a, seeing what um, comes of it, right? Like, yeah, you know, what, what starts sticking to me, right? Yeah. Like what comes to me and sticks to me? Is it audiobooks? Yeah. I don't know. Is it character work? Probably not, but who knows? Yeah, you know, you don't know. You don't yeah. know. And so I'm excited. I, I went in, like when I started doing my voiceover stuff, I thought mostly commercials for myself because that's what I had experience in with radio is mostly commercial type stuff. But it seems to me like I'm getting a lot more e-reading stuff than anything else at this point in time. And that's where my money's been coming out of like a lot more of my, my paychecks have been from e-reading versus like commercial work, yeah. which is pretty interesting. You know, I, d- yeah. I didn't think I would be more of an e-reader, but apparently <laughs> it works. <laughs> it works. That's awesome. So, and it's, it's bringing you the dollars, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You just never know what your niche is until you're really into it. So that's true. Yeah. I know. I'm excited. The sky's the limit, Frankie. You just have to mm-hmm. step in one foot, two feet, maybe Superman in belly flop in like yeah. Angela did, or even just a toe. Like what, what do you think you're, yeah. I mean, are, have you been taking ongoings and any other classes recently? No, I just no. emailed, I emailed to get a private with um, a coach. Yeah. So there's, yeah. there's you your toe. Did it. You just did it Saturday. Oh, it's Saturday. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did it on Saturday or it's coming yes, up on Saturday. Yes, I sent the email yesterday. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. So it'll, it'll come up within the next couple of weeks then. Awesome. Yeah. I like I imagine Frankie is like he walks up to the pool, he dips a toe in, he's like, nope. And then he's like, comes back and he's like, dips a toe in. And then he's right. like, nope. I'm like, I'm about ready to just push you right in, Frankie. Watch uh, out. Yeah. Here I come. I'm coming for you. <laughs> that sounds familiar then, Frankie. Uh-huh. A toe dipper. You're a toe dipper. Oh, totally. <laughs> just with jump most, in. <laughs> is that with like most everything in your life? Like when you decided to move to California, were you toe dipping the whole time? No, no. no that was more of a belly flop. Well, no, I mean, I moved when I moved to Florida, I was like, I'm just moving. Yeah. And I like, you know, both moves that I did were just like, I'm moving, you know, like I'm not, I'm just, I'm like this with things that have to do with me, like in a more, you know, if, if they relies on something like an ability, yeah, you, you know, like I, I just, I doubt every step of the way. Stop mm. doubting. Flip that was, script. I know, I know, I know. But, you know, it's been like that my, my whole life. Yeah. It's hard to get yeah. out of that. Yeah. Yeah. You, you kind of cultivate take... that to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One step at a time. One step at a time, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it just goes back to what I was saying. Like, we're all individuals. And those, those that individual, you know, whether, whether it's like the, the way you like jump in and become a producer or, you know, I obviously make jokes all the time (laughs) you know like we all have our own you know uh niches that that bring Mm -hmm. that bring everything together so you know you you really have to just play on those things watch out frankie we're coming for you (laughs) i know i want to hear frankie you're so quiet talk (laughs) 
he's been quiet lately. Let me hear what's 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 on your mind. So much. Yeah. <laughs> so much. I so mean, much. we're here. I'd yeah. love to hear from you. Look at Angela. She's in her listening mode. She's like, I am. <laughs> no, I mean, oh, you know, it's it's like a lot. I feel like I'm like on a what is it called? Crossroads. Yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's like I, I hate my job and mm-hmm. I wish that I could just quit it. Mm-hmm. But I can't do that. Um, and I feel like it's really taking a lot out of me. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. you were talking about like soul sucking. I feel like that job is totally soul sucking. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just not happy. You know, I'm not, yeah. not happy with what I'm doing. I'm not happy with myself. I'm not happy with, you know. Yeah. The future wow. worries me a lot. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. That anxiety. I get it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you know what? Here's the thing about, you know, having a soul sucking job. You always have to remember if that is really sucking the life out of you. Mm-hmm. What is your backup plan? And your backup mm-hmm. plan at this moment could be voiceover, you know, mm-hmm. and if you really took the steps mm-hmm. to, you know, get going in voiceover, mm-hmm. I think you would feel a little bit more stable. Mm-hmm. You know, even with the soul sucking job until you were ready to move, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. taking those steps to get into that, that mode of starting auditioning and all that stuff. Again, completely easier said than done, but, mm-hmm. you know, having that backup plan is always going to be key yeah. when you have a soul sucking job yeah. <laughs> yeah. and setting a plan in place, you know, even mm-hmm. if it's just like small steps, like, oh, I'm going to do a one-on-one with the coach. You, mm-hmm. that's a goal. That's a, that's a plan. You know, you set something in motion, you know? Mm-hmm. So when you have a plan in place, even though it, you would need it to be flexible and sometimes it can hold you back from doing what you really need to be doing, um, mm-hmm. or getting to where you need to be. Um, it's, it's, it's helpful. So when you do get into that rough spot, you have something to fall back on, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's like, yep. and it keeps you motivated. So you're like, Nope, I have a one-on-one coming up, you know, like I'm not, I mean, keeps you it keeps you putting one foot in front of the other that's what i'm trying to say you need to you need to merge angela belly flopping and then (laughs) you take me and my planning (laughs) yeah (laughs) merge it together (laughs) yeah totally no and i get it the future trying to figure out what you want to do like even like i was talking to my therapist about that kind of stuff too it's like where what what do i do next should i you know plan out a move do i do i quit now do i quit later like what are what are we doing so yeah thinking about the future is is very it's tough it could be tough i think we all know the answer though right i mean if you really stopped and list, stopped listening to the voices in your head that were being negative um and if you actually just cleared some space for a second and like just took a second and listened you'd know the answer right don't you think you already know the answer yeah Kind of, <laughs> kind of, because sometimes that's you, you feel like you're overthinking it though, right? Yeah. Like, but sometimes you feel like those voices are the ones that are trying to protect you from doing something stupid. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? <laughs> no, but yeah. if you look for the breadcrumbs though, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, you got to have to like, sometimes when I'm like, okay, what do I want? What's, what's happening right now? Like, and then I take a walk, I go for a bike ride and I just sort of like settle in for a second. And I just sort of like I'm just allow myself to breathe and just like be open. And then all of a sudden there's like signs that happen. There's a butterfly, you know, or, you know, I know, I know it sounds silly, but like, no, I love it, you know? And then, (laughs) you know, and then it was like, all of a sudden I got a butterfly on my, my ring finger and now butterflies are in my world. And it's like, then I went to a restaurant to pick up to go food. And then here's this girl and she's got like, you know, she's wearing a butterfly necklace. And if you just are open and just allow the signs and the dire- the direction will come, you know, mm-hmm. it really will. It really, 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 really well. Yeah. Um, it's like, I, I always love this, um, this way of thinking. Like if you have a hard decision to make flip a coin and the answer is going to automatically come to your head. So for example, like, I don't know, an easy example is like, okay, should I stay or should I move? You know? And mm-hmm. if you flip a coin, the answer will automatically come to your head. And when you see it on your hand, and if it's the opposite, you're going to know in your, you know, you're like, dang, that's not what I wanted. You know, mm-hmm. like I wanted this answer. Mm-hmm. So you're going to know that answer because that coin kind of showed mm-hmm. you what your answer was. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. Does that make any sense? Yeah. yeah. 
so I've think- always done I've kind of used that in my moves you know where I was just kind of mm-hmm. like okay do I want this or do I want that let's flip a coin because right. my soul will tell me which one I truly want once this coin falls and once you yeah. decide being you know like I feel like things fall into place too organically yeah you're open and aware of the opportunities being presented to you um yeah yeah just you guys are great. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you guys are in my world and yeah, my young, same. My young one just came out. <sighs> um, I had a thought and I, I just escaped me again. Darn I think you need a nap. No. <laughs> <laughs> nap. Yeah. Well, when you, when your brain is like not, you know, sticking with you, you got to take a nap. You got to recharge. Mean, Do you ever take naps? Jess? I, I take 20 minutes. Naps. Oh my God. I take, I take coffee naps. So like I'll drink a mm. cup of coffee and then like, I'll lay down on the couch and like close my eyes for 20 minutes and set my time, my, my, my alarm. Sometimes I end up falling asleep. Sometimes I don't, but like, at least mm-hmm. I rested. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, I am. I really am excited that you got on the short list and I, oh, that's what I was going to say is like the breadcrumbs, like, you know, like the breadcrumbs, it's like the little things that just happen, you know, that just reinforce the path that you're on and in mm-hmm. the direction that you're headed in. It's really easy to get stuck in like a funk, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and not see those little, those little breadcrumbs, you know, I don't know. I think it's pretty cool that you got on the short list. I really thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just honestly, one of those things, like that's a small goal. I had that goal when I first started radio. I was like, I want to get on, or when I first started a uh, voiceover, you know, I want to get on the short list. That was one of my goals too. And and now it happens just. Didn't you win it, like three twice? times, right? Once three? I just won once, but oh. I've been on the short list plenty of times, but yeah. that's a, that was a goal for me is just to be on the short list, yeah. you know? And I, I, I made it happen. And then after that, it just, it kept happening. Yeah. You guys don't let yourselves be a roadblock. If you are step over yourself, one foot in front of the other, keep going, keep pushing Follow your dreams, stay on that path, and get out there and make voiceover magic. Alrighty, guys, that's it for this episode. Thanks for sharing your time with us. Follow us on social. Check out our show notes for any random and cool links. New episode every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Be sure to tune in next week. From the booth and beyond. <laughs>